0: We don't have to sit through the entire introduction. Why wait? Why wait? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Homemaker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion. I'm joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. Hello. Hi. Thank you. And this week we have a special guest. Who's with us this week, Monique? It's
1: our friend! Yay. We have friends! Can you believe it?
0: I know. Crazy.
1: <laughs> this is our pal, <laughs> Jamie Jamikowski. Hi, Jamie!
0: Hi, how are you? Welcome!
2: It's so fun being here now, because the, I think the best part is for my introduction, there was no title to give me after. It's like, <laughs> and here's our friend, <laughs> yeah,
1: Jamie. He's our, our pal, he's Jamie. He's our friends. You
2: know, <laughs> He's
0: here.
1: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> former owner of Chaotic exactly, Wrestling. Former, long,
2: there like, you go. Ancient now. Yes. but I, I love that you still introduce yourself as the Golden Greek. That makes me very happy. You like that, don't you? I do. Yes, I do.
0: <laughs> That's good. Thank yeah. you.
2: But they, I'm, I'm glad I finally got on. I got on your podcast. We've been talking about it forever. You I have. think
1: it's like before we even started the show, you were like the first guest we wanted to get right, on. Right.
2: But you had yep. to, you know, you had to figure out how, you know, how this thing worked. And I've been very busy. Not at all. I've, I, I, I've just been <laughs> literally sitting by. The, are they going to call? When are they going to call? But they yeah, called. We, we very did. Exciting. Well.
1: You can always call us. The phone <laughs> works both ways.
2: No, mine doesn't. Uh, my wife cut down my plan. I can only be incoming <laughs> now. It's it's really, really now you
0: sad. know why. Yeah. Now All you know right. Why. Now we know. That's yeah.
2: why. No, knowing's there. half the battle. But I was saying, I, I love your podcast. I think you guys, Al, and I've known you forever, and like I remembered you in the wrestling ring when you were, you know, the Golden Greek, Alex Aaron, that guy, and and Monique, you've always had just an effervescent personality. But I love listening to you guys because you guys are like. So chill, Al. You have like one of the most relaxing voices. Really? Oh, thank you. The next stage of your career, Like, didn't I think like Matthew McConaughey did this? He like records like reading stories for people to fall asleep to. That's what you should do. I think you have the most relaxing, chill voice. Oh well, thank you very much. All right, yeah. Like I can't listen to Al when I drive because I I doze off (laughs) because of delivery, not topic. You know, delivery. Right. Whatever topic. Are you calling him a snooze fest? No, I'm saying he's very relaxing. I I take it as a compliment. He's got that like. That sultry, you know, calming voice. It's like a, like David Allen Boucher when he used to do bedtime magic. That, that's your kind of voice.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much.
1: <laughs> you just reminded me about when you told me for the first time a few years back when you first met me what oh, you yeah. thought. I think you should share that because so, it's pretty funny.
2: This was back when I owned, uh, I owned the Chaotic Training Center, the uh, largest, pro, largest and most successful pro wrestling school in New England for quite a while. Uh, No offense, Al. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) so, like, I don't know why I find doing that 15 years later, take little digs at you guys, but it's fun for me. But um, so I remember it was like, it must have been a Tuesday or Thursday night when you first came in. And I kind of came in, everybody was in the training room. And all of a sudden, this lovely young lady walks up to me and introduces herself. And she's like,
1: ah, hi, I'm Monique.
2: And I thought. You
1: make me sound like the gingerbread man from Shrek.
2: No, you sounded like Minnie Mouse. And I swear, on a stack of Bibles, I made her, hi, how are you? And I grabbed somebody. I'm like, all right, who's the chicken? Who's ribbon me? I thought she was doing like a fake, giggly voice. Until after I got to know you, no, that your—that was your, that, that's your real voice. And it was just, you were just really like Minnie Mouse. You were, yeah. Like,
1: the more children like an, I have, the deeper my voice has gotten. Your, though your voice has definitely yes.
2: dropped a little bit because you need that authoritative <laughs> mom yes, voice. Yes, nice. I do. You, you drop it down. Mm-hmm. A bit. I had
1: to drop it yeah. down. But it's funny because when I was going to school for criminal justice, mm-hmm. um, I was going to UMass Lowell, and one of my teachers there would not let me answer anything unless mm-hmm. I spoke in a deeper voice. So I'd raise my hand and I'd be like, "The reason why we do this is because," and then he just stop There's and shake voice. his head, and I'd be like. <clears throat> The reason why we do this is because, you know, like I'd have to like really drop my voice and it was very uncomfortable. But I think over so many years of trying to not sound like a little like Mm five-year-old girl, because I used to have people call and be like, hi, is your daddy home? (laughs) And I'd be like, I'm in my 20s. That's a whole other career
2: you could have had. (laughs) You could have done like a phone line for really creepy people.
1: (laughs) Did you almost? of your drink. <laughs> it came this close. Oh, see, and this yeah. is why I don't get invited on podcasts. Like, no
2: what, like they always call me with the topic, and they're, like within three minutes we're just derailed. Hey, whatever. But it's, it's our all show. Good. We can do whatever, oh, yeah, we, we, do whatever want. we want. It's all good. But no, I remember. I thought, I thought like you said, you sound like an animaniac. And, <laughs> and you know, I thought it was, I thought it was a rim.
1: That's awesome.
0: It is awesome. <laughs> do you realize that we wouldn't be together if it wasn't for you?
1: Yes, I
2: know yeah I know yeah I take so thank that, you that was one of my big things in my uh big chaotic <laughs> wrestling farewell speeches. I think the best thing that I got to see over all those years was I got to see like chaotic marriages I got we got to see like yeah. some little chaotic babies be born that
1: was kind of cool yeah yeah well it's funny too because <laughs> I was just thinking back when Alex and I got married. We Mm -hmm. went and got married in the Bahamas, but then we had a reception. And Jamie is just so awesome. He's just the man. And we get our cake and we cut our cake. And then he goes and steps up and starts like once we did our cutting of the cake at the family reception. He starts like doing it so he can get all the slices of cake for everybody. Just helping us out. Just kind of stepping in the role and getting shit done. I
2: appreciate you remembering it that way. The real (laughs) story is... Um, remember I, I crazy I have a master's in hospitality and like I used to work for food and beverage and I used to work, one of, a lot of my background used to be in like catering and that was yes it was partially me being nice and I really did want you guys to enjoy your day but like when I'm at events like that and I see like a cake that needs to be cut and there's nobody there doing it there's something that like snaps in my brain where <laughs> I had this obsession of okay I'm going to do it and the worst part would have been like if one of your if one of your aunts Had like come over and tried to help me, she would have thought I was the biggest a-hole. Because I would have been like, you know what, honey? Why don't you just go back in the other room and let me take because I get very (laughs) possessive now because now I'm like, all right, look, I'm in restaurant manager mode. Let me cut the cake. I have a certain plan of how I'm gonna do this. But now I remember doing that.
1: Do you remember though I was trying to do it and you're like, Oh, honey, let me let me help you. Exactly what I just said. And I was just thinking like I probably it's obvious I suck at this. So I'm going to take the help because usually I'm just like, I don't care how bad I fuck it up. I'm going to do it.
2: There's there's a story from ages ago where I had a girlfriend from, uh, and she was in Pennsylvania. We drove back to see her family. And it was like her aunt and uncle's 30th, 40th anniversary are having a big thing. And they had hired caterers, but there was a miscommunication. So they thought the caterers were going to stay. And so what they did was they just dropped all the trays and said, aloha means goodbye. So I, I remember like, why not that morning I came back and like, the house is just, the, the aunt's in hysterics, the uncle's screaming on a phone. And I'm like, what's going on? They said, well, the caterer's just dropped the food and left. What are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And like her her sister, or her, I'm sorry, not her sister, her cousin, her cousin, like worked in a bar and a restaurant. And I said to her, I'm like, Jen, do me a favor. Get on the phone. Do you have any friends that you work with that will get their asses over here for 50 bucks? I'll pay them out of my pocket. And like I said to them, I'm like, I hey, remember, this is what I do. Let me do it. So long story short, I've got these people helping me. We're slamming food in and out. And like somewhere along the way, like my, my girlfriend's like relatives were coming in big. Um, excuse me, uh, we're running a little low on the canapes. Can I'm like, I'm sorry, ma'am, they're in the oven. <laughs> but now so great. So now everything kind of wraps up. There's some people lingering. Well, now my girlfriend and I, we were leaving. We are driving back up to school. So we took off. I guess the big chatter, like in the family, among some of the family friends after, was that my girlfriend, Terry, left with the caterer that day. They didn't realize we were together. They thought I was actually just the caterer (laughs) and that that Terry was just a hussy who left with the caterer (laughs) for the night. So yeah. Wow. I've done that many a time. Wow. (laughs) Awesome.
1: That is
3: tremendous.
2: (laughs) Anyway. That's great. So again, if you're ever having a family function, like invite me. And you and just, just like, take over, yeah, Jamie. Uh, you know, would like to invite you if you could just wear black slacks and a white shirt, <laughs> just, just in no. case. No. And then when you, all you have to do is like be slightly incompetent with something in the kitchen. Within three minutes, you'll be out sipping wine on the back deck with everybody, and I'll be in the kitchen hustling food for you. See, I can't do that
1: because, like, when I cook, I make everything with love. So it's like, nope, I need to do it. Like, get out of my way. You
2: can make it with love, but let me serve it with love. Yeah, but Jamie can serve it. There we go. I'll I'll make it. it.
1: And it was funny because I was going to make lamb for you today. I do my red and lamb with rice, and I was going to do it, Mm. but I'm like, by the time he gets here, it's going to be late because we're doing it at night Mm -hmm. after the kiddos have gone to bed. So I was kind of sad because I wanted to cook for you.
2: I will always let you cook for me. Thank okay. you. And, and we uh, you should come down to our house, too. And, and
1: Absolutely. I, I cook okay. a
2: lot now, but we'll talk about that another day. Yeah. We'll have another cooking show.
0: Okay. Okay. Well,
1: so, do you want to get into yeah. why we're here?
0: Well, let's let's do it. Go yeah. ahead. You, you look like you're about to, so go oh, for it.
1: Okay. We're talking about superstitions and family superstitions. Mm-hmm. So, Jamie actually brought up this topic, yeah. which is a really good one. Yeah. What made you think of this? Well, because
2: when we were all talking about what was I going to come on and, and the running joke has been for like last four, what, four or five years, I think it's four years now, like all I've done is podcasts about wrestling. Yeah. Where I talk about wrestling and like I remember when I went on the Chaotic Wrestling Farewell Tour, like I'd never done a, po- I'd never done an interview in 18 years and then I did like 20 in in six months and like even by the end, I'm like, God, I'm sick of my own stories. So <laughs> we started talking and I'm like, yeah, we don't want to talk wrestling. Like what else are we going to talk about? Okay, I collect comic books. Like, eh, I personally hate when, uh, you listen to pod... Unless unless there's a podcast where... Like, if you do a podcast about Batman or comic books, and you're doing it as a Batman fan or a comic book fan, or a wrestling podcast as a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. great. I always hate it when you have people who are fans who then go on and do podcasts, where now all of a sudden they feel like they're knowledgeable. Or it's like, no, stop it. So we just started talking about and and the one weird connection that really started with, with Al and I way back when is we would always... like. Call, probably call each other way back when, you know, uh, on Greek Easter. Yeah. Because on my mother's side of my family, my mother is half Italian and half Greek. So growing up, my core family, my mom, and my dad, and I am an only, we would all celebrate Easter. But the big celebration would always be Greek Easter. And I would assume somewhere along the way, out at a wrestling show, we started talking about, oh, yeah, yeah. with the lamb on the spit and, and all that stuff. And it's sure. kind and all that. Yeah. So we started talking about that. And then when we we're trying to think of topics, I'm like, well, wait a minute. I know there's one. Because my that side of my family being Italian and Greek, um, batshit crazy when it comes to superstitions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely crazy.
1: Or maybe yeah. they're just knowledgeable.
2: There's a little bit of both. You know, those are not mutually exclusive. My family can be knowledgeable <laughs> yeah. and batshit crazy all at the same time. Um, there it and, is. And then ironically, like our best friends in the world. That my, my daughter's a senior in high school now, but our best friends. Um,
1: Wait a minute. We're not your best friends?
2: Our be- I met I'm my best friends from my daughter's high school life.
1: them <laughs> um, with you. Uh,
2: what happened was they are, the mom is Greek and the father's Italian. So like I have my whole crazy family. Then we go hang out with our friends and they've got all their crazy stuff. So I said, this is perfect. Because underratedly, I am like crazy superstitious when it comes to stuff. Crazy. Crazy superstitious.
0: Let's get into it. Okay. Yes. That's awesome.
1: Yes. So, Jamie, why don't you kick off? Tell us about some of your family superstitions. My number one.
2: And again, Al, I don't know if you, you do this. Um, I, I my wallet's in my pocket. But at all times, I have a red ribbon on me. Really? At all times. Do you know about this? No. Because red ribbons ward off the evil eye. Really? Yes. So at any time, hold on, I'm kind of stuck here because I'm...
1: I thought you were going to pull up the actual, like, charm, the blue no. with the white. Oh. No, no,
2: no. We, we go crazy on this. But no, at any time, like, if I dig and I actually made sure it was in there, but, like, in the little corner pocket of my wallet behind, like, all the money and all the credit cards, there's always <laughs> just a little bit of a red ribbon. Really? Always tucked away for the evil eye.
3: Uh-huh. And, okay. and as, I
2: was, as I was going over this today, like, I texted, I, I talked to Lois, our friend, and then I, I called, I texted my mom and my two aunts. I said, "Hey, I'm doing this podcast on superstition. Saying which ones are they?" And all of a sudden, my phone just blew up for the next hour <laughs> and a half. But I started to realize, like, how many of them were based around like bad luck and evil eyes. Like, mm-hmm. so it's like that—that's what we're we're worried about. Yeah. But no, I, I always carry red ribbon. That's probably that's probably the biggest one in my family. But now, so like, if my daughter Nikki, uh, when she competed in Miss Miss Teen Massachusetts USA. Mm-hmm. We brought anything she wore, her gown, she had like four different costume changes, whatever you call them, and we had a seamstress sew so, red ribbons into into the lining of wow. everything she wore because of the evil eye. Wow. I
1: love it. Oh yeah. yes. Oh I no love kidding. it. Now Moni, right. to your
2: point though, now my wife and my mother, Nikki may have, but she never wears it. They've actually graduated too, they actually have bracelets that as you said mm-hmm. have the charm on it. I think there's, I think you said blue and white, There's then yeah. there's red, yeah. but yeah. Oh, they, my whole family, if we're going to a function, if we're having a family something, if there's a dinner party, you'll all see us check off. And especially when we go visit my parents who, who don't live in New England, but if we're there and we're going to something all together, you'll hear us do the check down of all of us. Like, okay, does everybody have the red ribbons? If you, okay, this is for just how crazy I am and how well I hid this for 20 years. <laughs> if you go to my car right now, you can go up to my car, go into my glove compartment. There's a red Christmas ribbon in there and a pair of scissors. Just in case we're ever out oh, and we're going somewhere. And somebody in my family says, oh, I don't have my red ribbon. They can go into the glove compartment, clip one, and tuck it somewhere on them. Moniques wow. When well, they just look at me like... This, this is like, awesome. <laughs> this is awesome, I'm yeah. like,
1: this is so cool because I'm really into crystals mm-hmm. and everything oh, yeah. in tarot. And I'm just like, this is fantastic. Yeah. I love this.
0: Wow. Oh, I, yeah. I'd never heard the red ribbon thing before. Really? I'd never oh, heard it. Oh,
2: no. My family addicted to it. I mean, my daughter- you know
1: my, we're getting you for Christmas. And <laughs> just, just a big roll of red ribbon.
0: Yeah. Like, a, like go to Walmart <laughs> yeah, or there
1: Costco. You go. It's going
2: to be like this a, a, a nine-inch wheel <laughs> yes. Of, yes. of red ribbon. Just, <laughs> there, there you yay. go. That's it. Yeah. But no, when, when my daughter uh, just turned 17, and she got her first car, and we were deciding between two, I had her get the red one. Because, you know, at that age, there's always jealousy and there's always, you know, people who, sure. you know, cool. evil eyes. Yeah. So if the whole car is red, that's extra protection.
1: Huh.
2: And this is just how my brain works. Like, I'm not like, like yeah. Oh, red ribbons, wow. big time. All right. Big time.
0: That's now, awesome. is that supposed to be, is that just a family superstition or is that like. Oh, a- it's out there. It, yeah, like okay. more
2: people do it. I think my family is like especially crazy when it comes to like, that's ours. Like ours is like, the, yeah. like that's the one we've really hooked on to. But hold on, because I actually, I actually made no say. So uh, let me, on a related note, yes. let me see if I can say this right. Do you know if I say to you, Skordetha Mathiasa? Skordetha Mathiasa. Can I see that on paper? It, 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 I had to write it phonetically. Okay. It's Skordetha Mathiasa.
0: Skordetha Mathiasa? I don't know what And that this means.
2: is my mother and my crazy aunt, so they probably had the pronunci- pronunciation wrong.
0: What do they, what is Garlic
2: it? in your eye. Do you ever say garlic in your eye? No. Now, none of you all go. I can actually hold this up with the camera, too. Let me hit the wrong button. Hit that button. Oh, not (laughs) that picture. Um, We actually have on our refrigerator from my Greek grandmother before she passed away. She actually wrote down garlic in your eye, in Greek, for us to say. So you can just read that right there. It's my grandmother's handwriting and we keep it on our fridge. Because if somebody gives you, if you're out and somebody gives you a false compliment, so you always look lovely, you were at a wedding recently that we we ended up not being at. But if you have somebody walk up to you who you think says, oh my God, Monique, you look so beautiful and you think they're being insincere, the first thing you do is you turn and you say, garlic in your eye. And what that does is it turns your insincerity back on them.
0: Okay. All right. But
2: that's a big Greek one. Like when when we got married. Um my poor wife. No, my my wife. She's like German, English and Scottish. So they're like just it's so boring, just right down the middle. She was like <laughs> none of this stuff. <laughs> And then she meets my batch of crazies. <laughs> and as she's coming down... So now, remember. So first of all, now she gets... My my Aunt Chris owns Christina's Bridal in Andover. If you're looking for a bridal gown uh, or any accessories, go to Christina's Andover. It's christinasbridal.com.
1: We'll put the uh, link in the show yeah, notes. She, yeah, they, they,
2: they, <laughs> she, it's like she sponsors me or something. But um, <laughs> she's sponsoring the Jamie Tour 2020. Um, But, like, my, Cheryl bought her gown at Christina's. And Christine had red ribbon sewn into the gown. So it was hidden. But... As Cheryl's walking down the aisle of the big church in Boston, all she hears is from the sides, all the people spitting on her. Yeah,
0: for good luck. Yeah, yeah, the spitting for good luck. That one I know. That one, yeah. I mean,
1: well, from what I understood, it's also to kind of ward off evil. Correct. Correct.
0: It's kind of both. Yeah, but yeah, that's the big thing. Like at weddings, christenings, stuff like that. Always the tu tu tusu tusu. Yes, they say like tusu akudimu, like. You know, good luck, my son okay, or my yeah. child or my boy or whatever. Yeah, that that was always, like, for me growing up, I would always get that from my aunts, mm-hmm. my uncles, just random strangers that were at these events, right. and I didn't know who they were, but my parents invited, two soup, two soup, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. hi. Like, I didn't know what the heck was going on, you know? And but.
1: when we got married, I was actually really excited at the mm-hmm. reception, because I'm like, oh, they're going to spit on me, and like, nobody did. I'm like, they Aww. must not like me. <laughs>
0: And just for anybody listening, not actually <laughs> like hawking Lukies no, on you or anything like, like that. A it's, sound. it's like a like, sound. Yeah, you make the little sound. Right, exactly. No,
2: I mean, to this day, I do that sound, you know, and we do it all the time. We figure between that and Red Ribbons. Now, that being said, I was actually talking to my Aunt Chris on the right up here because I need clarification on one of these family crazies. But like, there are also certain people. There's one person whose name I don't mention out loud anymore because I'm convinced that person put the Malukis on me years ago if they ever bring up their name I always get sick and then there's another person who any they're not family they're a friend of extended family anytime I see them at an event bad luck hits my family
1: well it's believed by many people that anytime there's negative energy just thinking about it making it conscious can Mm -hmm. bring it to you so it could be that and also if somebody is you know if they are giving you the evil eye if they hexed you if they cursed you whatever it is part of it comes down to your belief and if you're open to that belief then you're going to be open to what happens
2: well that was one of my b- big challenges coming in on the podcast tonight was it took me a good like two days to separate my superstitions from just my straight-up neuroses because <laughs> those are two very different things me wiping movie chairs down with Clorox wipes that's not a superstition That's just me being neurotic <laughs> And, and again, you all have known me for a while, yeah. so I just want to go on record and say with this whole COVID thing and everybody with your Purell and your face masks and your Clorox wipes, I feel like you've all finally caught up to me. <laughs> I mean, when did you all ever not see me with Purell? Oh, like, yeah. Purell yeah. was my personal cologne. You're germaphone cologne. Jamie. I am. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And now, now you all know my pain. Welcome to my world. Sean Gorman and I. This is how we live.
1: Before you came over, I literally like wiped everything down. Yeah, we we kind of went through
0: a deep clean. I appreciate that. Thank
1: you. I wanted to make sure everything, like the kids touch something, I'm wiping it down because I wanted to make sure that you were comfortable here. I appreciate
2: that. But you know what? It's it's funny during this whole COVID thing, is I've actually been less neurotic during it, because I feel like for the first time, like you just said. Houses, cars, restaurants, they're all being cleaned up to what my standards have been forever. (laughs) So I'm like, finally, it's like a world I can live in. A world that smells slightly of bleach and hand sanitizer.
1: (laughs) Meanwhile, we're here like, we sterilize everything. We're not going to be able to get immunities to anything because everything's so sterilized. We need to go play in the dirt and like touch bacteria and. No, my, whatnot. Immune, my
2: immunity is negative right now for all, all the years I've been, you know. Sean Gorman and I, a good friend, he and I are equal germaphobes. Years ago, he and I were like pricing out those big uh, boy bubbles. Uh, on amazon <laughs> because we just thought those would be nice to live in uh, to keep everybody away it's funny.
1: meanwhile like i go play in the dirt i'm always like digging in the dirt picking up bugs and stuff oh, and gosh no touching animals yeah
2: see but that's what doesn't bother me it's actually like dirt animals don't bother It's humans that gross me out they're 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 the ones that are sketchy
1: this is true
0: yeah well i'm with you there
1: yeah that's true
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: i like nature dirty
0: do you do you have any crazy ones from your family?
1: So my family doesn't really have any superstitions. We're French, and okay. yeah. So, but I have my own things. Like I knock on wood.
2: Oh yeah, all the time. So
1: I always like knock on wood, and if I can't find anything, <laughs> I do my hat. <laughs> yep. yep, Just because I saw that and I saw people do that, and I'm like, I like that. Yep. I like that. I'm gonna do that. No, nope. knock on wood's um, a good one. Yeah, I knock on wood. Um, I, I'm weird because like I use my crystals and it's not really like superstition, but I believe in energy. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's like harmful energy, negative energy, there's positive energy, neutral energy. And it's kind of like what you put out there is what you're going to bring in. So if you believe in something, you're going to allow that to be real for you. So I always try not to overthink things, but I definitely like, I have my things that I do. I have my little routines. So like at night, I always do like a protection spell. And it's just like this little thing I do to protect our family and like throughout the night and throughout the day to protect the children, to protect us, our home. I do my like positive healing energy to people, my loved ones, anyone who like, I heard was sick or needed help Hmm. or anything I kind of do my it's like you know you're saying your prayers but it's just my thing that I do I I have this little routine that I do Um, and it's like I always it's funny because one night I fell asleep before I could remember to do it and we had something sketchy happen outside our house yes Like, I don't know if you saw when we walked in, I have a protection bag that I made and it has a pentacle and it has certain, it has um, different herbs. It has crystals in there. It has resins. It has oils. It's a whole bunch Mm -hmm. of stuff in there. And I did a spell. I have this whole thing that I do. And it's like, that keeps us safe. And I swear, it's like, because I have that up there, that's what kept us safe. Because the sketchy person outside didn't cause any harm to us he stayed outside but i was just like the one night oh I, you're talking about the the dude yeah the who that, came okay. to our porch yeah. Yeah, yeah the one night that i fall asleep yep. but we were still protected nice yes and yeah we like,
0: we had some guy it was what three in the morning three thirty in the morning something like that just showed up and we have one of no, those it was
1: like one thirty. 30
0: okay whatever it was late at night everybody's yeah. asleep and uh yeah this guy just showed up and he we have like, you know, on the on the porch outside we have those exterior those outdoor plugs. Sure. The so office. we came and he plugged in something Some on the like outside of our charger. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. And so we got him on camera because we have like one of those yeah. the ring doorbells sure. or whatever, mm-hmm. but you can see like the whole mm-hmm. so I got out there the next morning, I'm like, What what's what is this on our porch? And then we went back and looked at the camera yeah. and we saw this guy just showed up and you know, I called the police, they came and everything and they said it was probably just a homeless guy. Who was just coming by to plug in, his, you know, his battery chargers sure. for mm-hmm. his phones, and just took off and forgot them. Like, or because oh, you oh, got okay. up and
1: the light came on, that could have scared him off.
0: I, I that's, guess, that's but I didn't notice the stuff that was plugged in until the next day. I didn't even notice day. it. I left for work. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> I had No idea. I'm like, what is I just that go hanging straight, out What is you know? that on no, the side I know of our why house? You
2: need security <laughs> cameras with your powers of
1: observation. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. No, well, I because I just go straight, so I wasn't turning my head to look at the porch. So I was just. Because I back in, so I was right. just going straight ahead. But yeah, it was just funny because I was thinking like the one freaking night I forgot I fell asleep. And then that happens. But then I'm like, I have my protection bag and it keeps me safe and that's why we're okay. So I do kind of have my beliefs mm-hmm. and um, it's like I believe like I'm protected because I believe that.
2: But you, you it sounds like you have very, you have very positive superstitions, meaning you, you tend to surround yourself with positive energy, whereas yes. my crazy family... As we go down the list, it's all about curses, bad luck, and and how to avoid it. So I'm, I might have to take lessons from you. Maybe I am I can, all about the may, positive. Maybe like like using PR, I can be a little bit more preventative, um, and less reactionary. Um, but no, Alan, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Because you wrestled for a lot of years. Hmm. Did you have superstitions? Yeah. Like as as a performer, as an athlete, what what were yours?
0: So for me, anytime I would go, you know, get to the building wherever we were, I would always have to go out and look at the ring, like I'd have to, st- you know, get up and stand in it and everything, test the ropes out, make sure there weren't any holes in the ring. I'd always, for whatever reason, I'd always have to go around and lift up the apron and mm-hmm. look under the ring on every side okay. of the ring. I always did that. And it was just something that I started doing one just from the beginning. Sure. No reason. And then I just found myself always doing it. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to break this thing that I'm mm-hmm. doing. And I just always look under the ring, see what's under the ring and just kind of just to see, again, scope out the ring that I'm going to be falling in, make mm-hmm. sure that it, there's nothing wrong with it, but also to see is there anything under there I can play with later in my match mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and then the other thing that I would always do to, without fail, I'd always have to kneel down and say just a quick little prayer to myself, I guess, or to whoever's sure. listening, and just kind of I, – I would always thank I – I, I, I remember it exactly it was um, – Uh, thank you for all the success you give me thus far. All the success has come my way. Please keep me and my opponent safe tonight. Thank you. Amen. And then I would... It was a quick little thing, but I I did it every single time. Like, I had to do it. It, There would be times where... I, I would be like getting ready to go out to the ring, and oh, I forgot to do that. And, and I'd, I'd have to go back and, and go back and do it and real quick. And that's why it took so long to out the And that's why a lot of times time. it would take no, me. no, that
1: was not
2: why he no, was that's like true. to torture <laughs> Jamie Jamakowski. How <laughs> true. long? That's true. And can Marilyn Manson, uh, <laughs> personal Jesus play. Yes. Before Al decides to be <laughs> racist with his presence. But, no, athletes, now, were you ever an athlete, Monique?
1: Well, not really. I did track in high school, okay. but I'm not really a runner, so I did shot put and discus.
2: I, I did track, but I'm not really a runner. Cheeky, <laughs> you weren't successful. can't imagine.
1: Let me put it this way. If Jason Voorhees was chasing me in the woods, yeah. I'd either try to fight him yeah. or I'd climb a tree and hide because I'm not running.
2: Okay. So that's good to know. So if that's, that's my rule of thumb that if an axe murderer ever starts chasing us, my rule of thumb is I don't have to outrun the axe murderer. I just have to outrun you. Just just right, have everybody in, fight him. Much, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How about he <laughs> kick his ass? Because no, a- athletes are probably the most superstitious oh, yeah. people. I mean, oh, you yeah. know, you watched I watched that documentary the Michael Jordan one. Oh yes. And again, awesome. all those guys and I mean there are baseball players you talk about who pitchers going to the mound, they 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 won't step on the first base line. Mm-hmm. Um you know with whatever gear they wear, you know, the famous stories are um players who will either uh, Michael Jordan, he wore the same his North Carolina um the shorts and
1: yeah, the shorts, compression shorts. Yeah, compression yeah. Shorts mm-hmm. yep.
2: underneath and yeah. that was actually if you remember
1: why you did the longer ones no uh,
2: even better uh remember the movie space jam yeah the entire movie space jam was based around the tunes had to break into his house to go get his north carolina shorts <sighs> That's right yeah it was all, all, all right. superstition all super, i was gonna all say isn't that why he
1: wore the longer shorts too yeah. to yeah. go yeah. over those yeah yeah
3: Jordan's crazy.
2: (laughs) No, I even know like when I when I golf, if I if I'm having a really bad golf day, like at if the first half of golf is bad, I will do a wholesale change of everything I have that I can change on the course. I'll pull off tape and I'll retape with a different color. I change ball markers. I change if I have different a different brand of ball with me. Um, I'll change my yeah. I'll change everything.
3: Wow,
1: you just reminded me. The Red Sox before they won the World Series. It was coming (laughs) up to that Mm -hmm. and I was watching and every time I had this thing, it was like I had to do certain things. I I think like when they were up at bat, I had to leave the room because Mm -hmm. I left the room because I had to go get something and then like they were winning and I was like, oh no. And then I was in the room, and they were, so I was like mm-hmm. every single time World Series they won, but I was convinced it's because I had oh. to leave the room because and which sucked. So I'd like look in, <laughs> but I was just like I can't have them lose because of oh, me. No. I can't jinx them.
2: If you want to talk about sports fan superstitions, I feel bad for my wife because um, once the season starts, Patriot season started. I will not buy a Patriot sweatshirt, T-shirt, hat, anything. Now that the season has started. I've bought some. I've worn them for two weeks and I've thrown them out or given them away because when I've worn them, the, the team would lose or horrible things would happen. <laughs> I have one t-shirt and sweatshirt that haven't been worn since the Patriots beat the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl because as I was wearing them, it had the big round logo and I remember, I used to reach up into the sweatshirt and when they needed luck, because clearly it was all yeah. controlled by me, yes. I would rub the round logo.
1: Remember, and it's I, your energy manifesting and it. I
2: was just saying that whole time and I remember saying, okay, you know what? Whatever power the shirt has, just give me this one. I will never ask for anything again. Until the next game. No, I I said, I will never ask for anything again. And that shirt and that sweatshirt up in the corner of my closet, they just sit there now because I used up all the good energy that night. I I made a deal with the shirt and sweatshirt. Awesome. That I wouldn't tap (laughs) the energy again.
1: Wow, that's amazing. But like there
2: was one game where I remember um, they were down and like I, I moved and I sat on our big ottoman and they came back, which now meant I had to sit on that stupid ottoman every time they would need to come back from a game and it's not comfortable i gotta tell you like it was great when they needed like that quick seven minute comeback in one game right man 45 minutes it's like like the back starts to hurt but Mm -hmm. yeah
1: it's amazing that it's and again i believe it's because you believe it like and i don't mean you personally but just in general like if you believe something you will manifest it and it's kind of like that positive thinking negative thinking you're either gonna you're always thinking something bad's going to happen well something bad's going to happen but if you're thinking that negativity but you're protecting yourself yep. you know you, you're wearing your red wib- ribbon mm-hmm. then you have it that I am protected to which it protects you
2: No, alright so let me throw a few more just yeah. If, if, yeah. if this is my family crazy or if this is ones you've heard or maybe you've heard sure um, What what's a good one uh, St. Anthony's Prayer any of you know this one no. no if something is lost okay and truly lost something of value not like you know something silly, I like can't find a pencil, go mm-hmm. get another pencil. But like you lose your wedding ring, uh, you lose uh, an heirloom, you lose something, you lose your wallet. Uh, what you do is you close your eyes and you say three times, uh, dear St. Anthony, please come around, something is lost that can't be found. Say it three times with your eyes closed and you'll, you'll find whatever you're looking for. Really? Yeah. Love it. Now, if it doesn't work, now in my family, the funny part is if it doesn't work, if we try it, it doesn't work and it's really something important that you need to find that's when you call my Aunt Chris because for some reason, this woman has a personal tie to St. Anthony that when she pipes up for you, it's creepy. Um, I'll tell you a story. Years ago, um, I'm wearing a, a different wedding ring. i wearing like one of my little casual ones, but like my real one um, from my actual wedding. I was sitting at the Chaotic Trading Center right now, and I can tell you who I was sitting next to. I was sitting next to Nikki Rocks because we we're watching a video. And we were sitting in, the, in the, on the lounge, and I remember I had my arm up against the wall. I'll use this one because that's one on camera. And I was tapping. And I vividly remember tapping my ring against the wall because I remember the sound it was making. Yeah. That night, my daughter was very young, went home, tucked her in. Next day, can't find my wedding. Look at my car, like to the point where I'm tempted to take like, my, my seats apart. I look everywhere. It's gone. Goes by, goes by. Like I'm talking, and now my daughter, like six, eight, maybe close to a year goes by, and my, um, we were at a family event. I was talking to my aunt Chris, and I'm like, yeah, blah blah blah, blah. yeah, this is my real ring, because we were talking about them. Oh, what happened to yours? I said, oh, I said I lost it ages ago. She goes, why didn't you call me? I said, I don't know. I just never thought if I tried the St. Anthony prayer. She's like, okay, I'll do it for you. A couple days later. My daughter had a trundle bed at the time. We're cleaning the old linens out of the trundle bed. And as we're looking in there, like, now, I need to explain this. We had cleaned it out. Like, when you have kids, you change stuff out all the time. Stuff had gone in and out of there. We're pulling some old linens out of there. And as I looked in there, I'm like, oh, wow, one of Nikki's little fake pieces of jewelry. Nope. Reach in. It's my (laughs) ring. Sitting right there. Clean as day in the trundle bed. Shortly after we called Matt Chris. Yeah. Matt, Chris and a she has the connection. She had the connection. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that, that might be that might be an Italian one because my other crazy friend Lois that I mentioned, um, she's Italian and, and she does a St. Anthony prayer. Um, what about uh do, 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 you ever want to drive me nuts? When you do have me over for dinner, if you want to play a little fun game on Jamie. Here's a <laughs> little fun fun facts. When you set the table, cross the silverware drives me crazy <laughs> i think it and i've literally we'll be, we'll be sitting there talking and like we'll be talking about this oh my god thank you so much for having us over for dinner i really do appreciate it and i will adjust people's silverware as i sit there
0: talking to them who crosses the silverware though
2: but no like even like if you just put it down sloppily or, or okay a kid walks by or, and it just gets bumped and it crisscrosses okay silverware cannot be
0: crossed yeah. all right
2: yeah so you gotta you gotta undo those um okay uh, to, uh, oh, uh, my friend Lois, this happened to be the other day. I uh, had to go to her house. Have you ever heard the one of whatever door you come in, you have to leave through the same door? Mm-hmm. I've heard it. Okay, so, so yeah. this one we've got you on. So you've heard this one. I've heard this one. Yeah. Now, do you follow it at all? No. Okay. I don't. We don't the, either. I don't think I follow <laughs> my it. My family either. doesn't, but Lois, this is one of her big ones that you must exit through whatever door you come in. No matter how inconvenient it may be, like, I helped her husband carry in a piece of furniture recently in through the garage. Ooh, now we go upstairs. Now we have, blah, blah. I go to leave through. She, no, no, you didn't come in that way. I'm like, but, but my car is like, right? No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got to leave through the same door.
0: What happens if you don't? Bad luck. Mm-hmm. So it's a It bad all luck stems down to don't. bad
2: luck. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're looking okay. for an answer on mine,
0: all right. just assume bad luck. Bad luck. Bad luck. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that one, but I never follow it. Yeah. Maybe I should start. I'll Did get your better family luck.
1: have superstitions like that kind of ran in the family?
0: I mean, no, not, not nothing really crazy like. Like Jamie's family <laughs> Nothing like that
2: Let me ask you a question Because I can see There's a little There's some stuff On your table over there Yeah Oh can you hand me A pair of scissors A pair of scissors Right there Can you hand me a pair Sure I can't take those okay, Why not My family You got Do you know this Is one Is
1: it But I thought it was knives
2: Any like, bladed Anything with a blade
1: Anything You gotta place it On the table
2: Yes Really You gotta yeah, place you put it, it On down the table Because oh, it'll okay.
1: ruin The relationship Thank you See
2: Wait what was this one Sorry What's a, like wait? A girl, what's the okay.
0: relationship? I don't get it. No.
1: Yeah, it can ruin the friendship, yeah. whatever relationship. I thought it was just knives. Because really? no. like, if you're at like a girlfriend's house and it's like, oh, hand me that knife, and you go to hand it, you have to put it on the table.
0: I didn't. Yes. I never yeah. heard that one before.
2: It, and Monique nailed it because if if you hand me a bladed instrument, it's like you're severing our you're severing our yes. relationship. You're severing our friendship.
0: Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah. I honestly I had never heard that before. Ever. And and that's wow. when again
2: I talk about my wife. She's she's uh, English, Scottish, German, and so she didn't have a lot of these. But it's weird, like from my family, which one she is absorbed. That blade one has never been a big was never a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that never bothered me. That's one of Cheryl's big ones now. Where if she says to me, "Hand me a knife," and I hit put it
0: down, <sighs>
2: <sighs> then she'll pick it up. Yeah.
0: Wow. But that yeah. That's okay. awesome. Yeah, see, I'd never heard that one. No kidding. Uh, I was
2: through the same door. Uh, Easy one. We all, now, like I say this,
1: like, oh, yeah,
0: we all do this (laughs) one.
2: Salt over the shoulder.
0: If you spill salt. We were just talking about this one. If you spill salt, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Do you know why? No, why? So when you spill salt, it's supposed to be bad luck. You have to throw it over your left shoulder because the devil comes at you from behind. And usually it's to the left. Really? So that's so why you put to it in front. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I always learned it. It's I always learned it. It's right hand, left shoulder. Now that may be me just being mm-hmm. taking one extra, but no, I knew it was behind me. And I knew it was mm-hmm.
1: always on the left.
2: Because if you spill salt, it's always boom, boom.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. See, I I didn't know it was over the left shoulder. I thought it was just so. Anytime I do it, I just do it over my right shoulder. So I so probably get the devil on my back all the time. That's that's right. what you're yeah, saying? He's just hanging out, smoking a cigarette. So like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, if you just throw <laughs> it on the other shoulder, you can get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the devil's like... A, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 what accent I, is that? Accent, so I very limited accents. I don't like Eddie Guerrero, Mamacita. Oh, know, there you go. Okay. Heat. That's
2: just what I went with. Which actually, the longer I go, I'm like, speak Cousin Speedy, I am hungry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I sound like. I <laughs> was like, just saying, are you I like, like doing like Speedy, speedy Gonzalez <laughs> I slow cousin. Speedy, yes. right, I want some cheese. Fumish. What's in your pussy? don't have any. Oh, man. But no, it's always... So if you ever come over to our house for like dinner and I actually cook for you, Like, our floor's a little gravelly. Because whenever you cook, it's like there's salt everywhere. Well, do you know
1: salt is huge (laughs) in regards to superstition? Like, I'll use it. Like, you sprinkle salt, Mm -hmm. like if you put it over a doorway, because it protects you. So using salt protects you. And you spill the salt, because it's protection. So then when you throw it behind you, it's because it's protecting you, so the devil can't come at you from behind. Um, But yeah, like, salt, huge. All different cultures. Yeah, Yeah.
2: My my family especially, if you really feel like somebody's and I keep using the word giving you the malukis that mm-hmm. means somebody's giving you the bad they've given you bad juju they've given you evil eye however you want to phrase it yeah uh, bad luck yeah salt's a big one yeah. one of the first things you'll do is you'll go get salt you'll pour it around doorways mm-hmm. you're basically forming a, a barrier yes you're protecting your yourself yeah yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So nothing can come in. But usually you mm. want to make sure you have good, clear energy first because you don't want to trap shit in with you either.
2: See, now, I, I'm concerned though I feel like you didn't come from a crazy family of Greeks like I did. Obviously, we came from like the crazy part of Greece. And see, you're, you're like the normal ones.
0: <laughs> see, I, I don't know if it was so much we were normal because when, when my relatives would come over from Greece, mm-hmm. I'd see some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like my mom and dad, for whatever reason... I don't know if it's just because they were working all the time, and we never really got to see a lot of that stuff. And we didn't really go and hang out with our aunts and uncles and cousins unless it was like a holiday. Okay. So I feel like maybe that's why I didn't get so much of it. I don't know.
2: Did you ever see outside of a relative's door a knife stuck in the ground? Yeah. Okay. John. But I don't
0: know what that means. But I have, I see, have seen We that. have
2: conflicting ones on this. Because I remember, and according to my family if you lose something right on the Greek, like the Greeks, they if you lose something, you stick a knife in the ground by the door where you come in. Yeah. And that's supposed to help you bring it back. Okay. But then I start to look say, I also think it's a variation of uh, the bad luck, the forming a barrier. Cause I remember my grandparents, there was always a knife stuck in the door by their, their front porch. And I remember hearing this when I was younger and thinking, what the hell did they lose? And clearly the knife isn't working mm-hmm. unless they lost a knife. And if that's the case, I know where it is yeah. <laughs> by your front yeah, door. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know? But I think it's also, I think it's like a mix thing where it's like, if you lose something or if it's like a level of protection, but yeah, don't, don't mess with us. You'll I get this. Say, into- <laughs> yeah.
0: I want to say it, I, I saw it. I, I remember seeing it at my aunt's house. She had one in the ground like mm-hmm. that. And I, I was wondering like, why is it? Why is there a steak knife in the ground? Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't know, but okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Um, huh. no birds in the house.
2: Birds are bad luck.
1: I've I've heard this before, but I'm not super familiar with it. Okay. But uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to see if I can. Why are it.
0: birds bad luck? Why are they supposed to be? Bad? Is there like a story behind it or anything? Because they're birds and they're
2: bad. I, I don't know. Because <laughs> they're no, birds like, and they're like, bad. That was one like my friend Lois. That's a big one. Like I because we were talking the other night. I'm like, hey, I'm going on this podcast. Blah well, blah well, superstitions. So what's your one? About? And I just go, what's your one about birds? Oh no, not birds. I go, what's wrong with birds? And her daughter Charlotte was there. I was like, oh no, we can't have birds in the house. I'm like. Why? Oh, that's bad. Birds are evil.
1: Well, I thought like if a bird flew in the house, it was an omen that something bad was going to happen. That could
2: be it. now my my daughters she, like she she always whenever we, like whenever we have crows in the backyard, she's like, "Is that a raven?" <laughs> no, it's not a raven. We live in the middle of the woods. It's a crow. Stop it. <laughs> um but but then I kind of talked to my family today. I'm like, "Hey, do you guys know about the birds one?" And all three of them are like, "Oh yeah, birds in the house are bad." I'm like, "Why? They just are." Well it doesn't help me you're not giving me any yeah. information yeah but I also remember growing up that like other parts of my family would think that if you were in the house and a bird came to the window, it was.
1: It's good luck depending on the color of the bird. Yeah. A lot of times, like yeah, if you have you. one that's blue, one that's red, it can be good. But it was the color of the bird. Look at
2: your husband right now looking at both of us like we're crazy. Do you
1: remember like when the red cardinal would come up and I go off telling you like, oh, it's good yeah, luck. Yeah, I always and... see
2: the red cardinal. The red, red, red cardinals are cardinals, awesome. again, my wife and my family have shared with me, red cardinals are past relatives coming to visit.
1: I've heard that. Yes. I've heard different things. They're good luck. Right. Um, yeah. Which you is was... the question.
2: What happens if a red cardinal comes in your house? Is it good luck or bad luck?
1: Yeah, that's or yeah, a good
2: right. question. does dead uncle Charlie just really hate you?
0: <laughs> 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 I've come to give you bad luck and see bad I tidings. always have
1: like when I'm outside, I had a bird for the longest time. I called her Stella. She yeah. would always come up and like she'd be on the back fence while I was working yeah. outside. She'd always come up and she'd like tweet to me. And I'd be like, oh, hi. And she'd just hang out. She'd have to come over and okay. say hello. Like, we'd have our little thing. Um, and then, like, you, we have little birds always, like, mm-hmm. coming up. It's like, and I've had, like, squirrels come up to me and everything. I'm, like, freaking Snow White, I guess. Yeah, so you are,
2: just... Well, it would explain the voice <laughs> and all that. that. It's all starting to come together now. <laughs>
1: but, yeah, so, like, birds, like, I'm always
2: But I remember, and them. I may have told you guys a story ages ago. I think when we were, you are talking about the podcast, and you kind of went down a, a, the awesome direction you guys have gone down is, quick backstory, um, my father's 100% Polish. My father's an only child, I'm an only child. His mother, so my grandmother, um, just doted on me. Uh, She lived with us for a while, then they moved out into their own home again. Um, Doted on me. She passed away very suddenly my junior year, just Mm -hmm. one of those, gone that day, just done. Uh, Tapped out pretty quick. So the only funny part was that when I was at that age, when I was younger, my parents would travel a lot. So I would stay with my grandmother, um, and then there was my Aunt Chris, who, with, about whom I've spoke a few times. Well, she was younger and she was kind of cool. So I used to love to hang out with my Aunt Chris and, mm-hmm. and her boyfriends and whomever. Well, my grandmother hated my Aunt Chris. Hated her. Like, like not even, like, let's hear But seriously, I know she's listening right now. She'll admit it. She'll be like, yeah, I hated her. And if we called my Aunt Chris, she'd be like, oh, yeah, she hated me. So my grandmother passed away. Um, my grandfather. Is aging can't live alone. He goes into a, a like a retirement assisted living home. At the time, my aunt Chris uh, had just had her second daughter, so baby. So she had a toddler and a baby, fairly newly married. And it comes up, we well, you know it'd be great. We have this house that's now empty. You guys are a young married couple. Why don't you and my father's just like, look, just take the house, pay me off over time, whatever you can do. Oh wow, really? So they go to walk through the house and may lightning strike me dead. They're touring the house and all of a sudden you hear <laughs> banging from downstairs. What the hell is that? Everybody kind of scares. Everybody gets down there. There's nothing in the garage. There's no doors open. They start walking through the house and I was not there, but then the story starts going. My aunt walks into one of the rooms. It might have been the family room and she's like, oh my God, this room would be great for her, and starts about changing the room and you start hearing the banging again. And they all to each other like, yeah, we can't do this. And they all had to walk out because we are convinced. My grandmother's like, yeah, no, this, she's not buying my house. She's like, get the fuck oh, out of my yeah, house. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Oh yeah, because it's her house. Yeah.
3: Wow.
2: Yeah. Anybody else, the, the new buyers never had a problem. Nobody ever had a her. problem, but it was because it was my Aunt Chris. Oh, Absolutely. Wow. No, it, was, it was for the better.
0: It was for the better, <laughs> yeah. Now, you, you okay. told me a story about... Is that the same grandma mm-hmm. where you told me the story about the comic books? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: So she got me started when I first started collecting comics. She would be the one that would drive me to... Um, first, it like this little Five and Diamond Andover. But then when I really started collecting comics, it was uh, Chris's Comics in Salem, New Hampshire on 28th. And my grandmother. And that was where I stored all of them. Which is our thing. that you know I would go see her every few weeks. We'd go buy comic books together. And and I would store them in her house. So after she passed away, I had to kind of box them all up. And uh, um, we were going to put them in my family and the business. We were going to put them in the warehouse. So um, I was downstairs sorting them. And my grandmother had a tumor on her ankle for years. She would always have to wrap it in gauze and ace bandages. Mm. Ironically, not like her, But uh, so, hey, that worked out well. <laughs> um, but no, so she would always do that. And there was one night where I was sorting comics. And I'll never forget, I went upstairs for whatever reason – Upstairs, get food, probably at that age. Go back downstairs, and I went back downstairs, and on top of this pa- pile of Batman comics, there was an ace bandage rolled up just sitting there that I swear was not. Because why would there be a rolled up ace bandage on top of my Batman comics? Right. Yeah. yeah. But that's why I, I often, like in weird situations as when I was younger, as neurotic as I can be, I never had a real sense of fear. Because I knew she was there. And I knew mm-hmm. she wouldn't. And then we named my daughter. Her full name is Nikki Margaret Joe. So she's named after three of her four great grandmothers. And between my father's mother, who, I'll tell you a great story about her. Totally off topic. But she was the ultimate protector. And then you've got my crazy witch grandmother, the Greek one. She's named after both of them. So whether it's sickness, you know, all this stuff, at the end of the day, I very wear, very rarely worry for my daughter because I know she's got two really strong like guardian angels mm-hmm. sitting on her shoulder yeah. where I fully believe they would strike somebody dead before they allowed something to happen to, to Nikki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so.
1: It makes me wonder too... Um... So I got to ask now, yeah. does she ever have like these weird things happen like where it just pops in her head like, oh, I need to do this and like she'll avoid an accident like if she's driving or something like the way things work out because a lot of times people will say like whether it's their spirit guides or their guardian angels, sometimes like they'll they'll hear a voice in their head like you need to do this, like mm-hmm. get in another lane or do this or whatever or like don't walk down that road, whatever it might be, but it protected them from something happening. Has she ever experienced she that? She's not shared like that? that
2: with me because Monique, my daughter has the survival skills of a scared chipmunk. Okay, no, <laughs> seriously. She might, uh, no, no, no. God, Lord God, I hope my grandma's like, keep an eye on her because this girl has no survival instinct on her own. I will tell you though, the night she was born, um, I'm asleep in the little dad's chair in the hospital room. Mm-hmm. My wife's in the bed. and At the time, my my grandmother and my wife's grandmother were both still alive. So the only one who had passed was my father's mother, Josephine. Um, And to this day, my wife will swear that when they brought Nikki in at one point, as Cheryl kind of opened her eyes, um, a light came in, came into the room, stopped by me, stayed with me for a second, went over, went to Nikki, hung out over by Nikki for a minute. Came back, stopped by me real quick, kissed goodbye, and then Aww. back out the door. And floated back out. And that was my grandmother Josephine. Absolutely. And that was when my my wife knew, yeah, this kid's gonna be okay. Yeah, they're uh-huh. not gonna let anything happen to her. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my 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 grandmother, like, if you were gonna if you were gonna like draw a picture of her, she was like like your your stereotypical, like big Polish woman. And she used to carry that big ass purse that had everything from like thirty-five dollars in coins to six rolls of lifesavers. And there's a story where um, somebody tried to grab her once and tried to grab her purse and she got the purse away. Um, and do you ever hear the story about like the when the guy tried to mug that MMA fighter in Rio and she beat the crap out of him? Yeah. 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 Basically security or other people showed up and the guy was basically begging for mercy from my grandmother. Because she just got that thing going like a, and it was just one swing knocked him. And then it was just well, at that point. He was down. It didn't matter. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, right. Now, he's, now he's helpless. Yeah. Just can't <laughs> That's away. what
1: you get. Yeah. Now I got to ask, did she believe that if you put your purse on the ground, you're going to lose your wealth?
2: No, but the one I, I got from, from my crazies today was if you give anybody a purse or a wallet, you have to put a penny in it before you give it to them.
1: Okay. I've heard that. Yes. Yeah.
0: Never heard that. Because you wow. can't give somebody an empty
2: pur- you can't give somebody mm-hmm. an empty purse. Okay. A, a purse or wallet will always have money in it. If you give it to them empty, then in theory, you're going to allow that purse or wallet to be empty at some point, and that's not allowed. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay.
1: It's kind of nice too. Oh, here, here we yeah. go. There's something. Here's a
2: penny for yeah. you. Here's, here's
1: the penny. Penny for your thoughts.
2: <laughs> but I haven't heard the purse on the ground one. Okay. Um, I mean, They, they, they had some weird ones, you know. Uh, my family believes that and this is another one, my uh that elephants are bad luck. Oh, really? Statues of so elephants. Cute. Well I don't think like real elephants, I'm just supposed to uh, give a pet <laughs> jumbo in your backyard. That might be a but like no.
1: So they're they're not walking by the zoo go... Tow, tow,
2: tow. <laughs> no, but to the point where when I was kid when I was a kid I got really sick. Um really ill. And I guess I got really ill right after my mother had brought a statue of an elephant into our house Ooh. and i literally just found out today that when i was really not doing well and it was touch and go for a little while um my aunt and my mother my aunt chris and my mother went back to the house got the elephant statue brought it to saint Teresa's church in north reading found a priest made him bless it made him keep it and then after that i came out of the coma and i was okay
1: wow
0: Okay. Look at Ali. He's like, what,
2: like
1: "What's what? happening here?
0: What is going on? Yeah.
2: Wow! So elephants are bad luck.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Like, I don't think yeah. we have any. I don't, I don't
2: think, think we have any elephants. Good. Do don't we? bring elephant statues in. No, they're bad luck.
0: Okay. We have to make sure if we have any to get rid of them. Okay. I'm like, yeah. we
1: have the little puzzles with like the block, Not, the elephant that's picture. Okay. I'm like, that's okay. Yeah, but huh. like st- figurine type right. things. Figurine okay. statues. Good none of that know. stuff. None of that.
0: All right. Wow. Okay. That's a, yeah, that's a new one. I'd never oh, I'll send you a whole list. checklist of this stuff. Dude, Just, yeah, and man, like, like, what?
1: But then the only thing we started to realize
2: was after, like, all these texts and calls days, I'm like, well, no wonder my whole family's so effed up. I mean, God, <laughs> we have so many things to worry about like, on any given day. Here I am,
1: like, they're awesome and I need to hang out with them.
2: Uh, n- anytime, please. Yeah, my family.
1: I'm like, I'm going to bring some sage over. Mm-hmm. We're going to do some cleansing and shall make some special herbal now, well, incenses. Yeah.
0: We we had one uh, when I was at my mom's house and we had our our oldest was mm-hmm. there but he was like two at the time and he was just crying and cry you had left for something and we couldn't figure out what was wrong why I he was crying there. well yeah I'm, but I mean it was he was going on and yeah. on for a while and so my aunt came into the room she's like oh and she starts telling me in Greek that I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna ward off the evil eye mm-hmm. and I'm like. Looking at him like, what are you talking about the evil? What are you talking? He's just crying. He misses his mom. Whatever. He'll get over it. Just give him a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. It's okay. He's in a new environment. He d- He's never really been here before. Whatever. She goes, no, no, no. I'm going to go. I'm gonna, she's telling me in Greek. I'm going to go ward off the evil eye. So she gets a bowl, and she gets some olive oil mm-hmm. and some water. Yep. Have you heard this one? I, think I know. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. He's crying. He's going nuts. Mm-hmm. The minute she did that and started doing whatever, and she said whatever she said in Greek, he stopped, yep. and he was fine after that. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at him like, that's just coincidence. It has nothing to do <laughs> with the thing. Come on, <laughs> knock it off. And they're like, no, it's the evil eye. I I got I got whatever was bothering him. It's gone now. And I'm like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. But then like, it's weird because mm-hmm. the older I get, the more I'm like, oh, huh, maybe there is something to some of these things. I don't know.
2: You know, it's a variation of my my wife has a fun saying that she talks about people that there wouldn't be stereotypes if people didn't live up to them. And I I always like that one. But it's like a correlation on this. I have to believe that the superstitions, these legends, these weird things that we all do, they wouldn't have lasted this long if there wasn't some teeth to them. I mean, let's face it. We can take the easiest one, knocking on wood, right? For whatever reason, whether it's you with, you know, when you talk about putting thing, putting energy out to the universe or self-manifestation, whatever it is, there's something to it that must work. Otherwise, it wouldn't still be around, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Agreed. Yeah.
2: You know, if, if, if birds flying into houses, okay? I'm sure this isn't just something where some crazy Greek lady thought this up one day. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably times when people say, holy crap, this happened, this happened. And there's probably, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere down there's a little nugget of veracity in it.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that.
1: Well, I actually, I so I wanted to look up a lot of common superstitions, like where it came from. I you were from. giving me like
2: a For the Pops pop quiz for a second. I started to sweat. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> no. Don't no. quiz me. No, <laughs> I
1: not. like to do research. Um, I wanted to look. Some of the stuff I kind of sort of okay. knew, but I didn't feel comfortable enough to like, this is why, you know, this came about, yeah. like, I'd be stumbling a lot. So I looked up black cats because if okay. a black cat crosses your path, I just want to put out there, too, all, like, the weird superstitions tend to be good luck for me. So Friday the 13th mm-hmm. is typically a really good day for me. Okay. <laughs> black cats crossing my path. I love black cats. I never have an issue. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, other things. Like, oh, I can't think of them now, but, like, usually, like, The things a lot of people freak out over. Broken
2: mirrors, ladders?
1: Never an issue. Okay. Never an issue for me. Knock on wood. (laughs) 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 Didn't mean to do that on purpose. It's (laughs) just, it's what I'm doing. So black cats. um, Cats actually used to be worshipped in ancient Egypt. They were a symbol of good luck. I, I remember something I read correctly, and I don't know when and where specifically in Egypt it was, but it was against the law to kill a cat even accidentally Hmm. yes so they were worshiped there was um a cat goddess there's a lot where they worship cats and so you go from cultures that worship cats to cultures that are afraid of it so one of the things was witches blame it on the witches right so People used to believe that a black cat was associated with witches, Mm -hmm. be it the witch would turn herself into a black cat or the black cat would be her familiar, meaning it was like this demon that assisted her and would like turn into a black cat. So they were afraid. So for a long time, black cats got a bad rap. But then I saw another thing. This came from India, I guess, when they would use bulls to pull carts. If a black cat crossed the path of a bull, the bull would freak out. Okay. And it would take a long time for the driver of the cart to calm the bull down so they could continue to go. That makes more sense in terms of crossing your path. But that's the information I could find on that. So, yeah, I was like, ooh, Walking, walking.
0: Yeah, walking under a ladder. I'm looking at your sheet. Walking
1: under a ladder. This is really interesting because it got me thinking about sacred geometry. So in ancient Egypt, when a ladder leaned against a building, it made the shape of a triangle. And the Egyptians considered this shape to be sacred. Mm -hmm. To them, the triangle represented the Trinity of God. And to pass through a triangle was to desecrate them. So centuries later... The other issue was um, followers of Jesus related it to when he was on the crucifix and the ladder up against the crucifix, um, making it a symbol of wickedness. And so it also represented betrayal and death. And so to walk under that would bring one more misfortune. So it's funny how you go from like, you have the Trinity of God and you don't want to desecrate that to... Jesus was crucified and because there was a ladder up against there. Yeah. You know, it's just like wow. So When
2: we talked about this cross silverware earlier and yeah. I, I didn't mention it. Same thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That what you're doing is you're creating a false cross, which ties back to Jesus crucifixion. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Breaking a mirror.
2: It makes sense now when you know when you I'm say just it, looking and I'm over like, at Al right, right, now, right, right I'm looking at Al's faces. man, we should have talked wrestling or Batman. This is <laughs> Oh no, he <laughs> loves this no, stuff. I,
1: li- I like this he stuff, loves believe this me. Stuff. <laughs> Breaking a mirror actually stemmed from ancient Greece. Really? Did, no. I, I, okay, so
0: I guess no. really... I no, will take this one. No. Yeah, no, I no. know that.
1: <laughs> oh, you don't want to?
0: <laughs> I'll take it, but I, I, I'll read it from your sheet, but I don't know it.
1: So do you remember the stories, like the old ancient Greek stories about the soothsayers? Um, sure. They would look, they'd use like mirrors. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times what they would do is they would look into a mirror or they'd have someone look into the mirror to kind of see like what's going on, be it with their health or whatever. So, um, they look at the image and if like they put the, they dip like the mirror mm-hmm. in water and they'd make somebody look at it. And if the image was distorted, yeah. it meant that something oh. bad was going to happen. They'd have bad health. They were going to die. But if their image wasn't distorted, everything was OK. So that was one of the things. So in terms of breaking the mirror, that would bring misfortune upon somebody um, because it was basically like this is telling you. If you're gonna live or die wow. back then you know it wasn't much yeah, going on you're either yeah. gonna live or die <laughs> right. um but yeah so also something that came in the first century a.d the romans added a caveat to that superstition at the time it was believed that people's health changed every seven years in these cycles and we've heard hmm. that today like oh allergies sure. wait yeah. seven years yep. yeah sure So, a distorted image resulting from a broken mirror therefore meant seven years of ill health and misfortune rather than outright death. So, So that's
0: where we got seven years of bad luck? Yeah. If you break a mirror? Okay.
1: Yeah, because it had to get out of that health cycle.
2: Interesting.
1: All right, Jamie, Uh for the Pops Pop quiz. No, I'm not going to do that to you. (laughs) Number 13. Yes. What do you guys think is why do... People have such a bad feeling about the number thirteen.
0: Me, why? Bec- for me, because Friday the Thirteenth, the movie. Like that was it. Like that for me. But I, I don't know why there, there's it, always been a negative. I'll take
2: a stab. Wasn't because it doesn't it relate back to Jesus
1: again. That's one of them. Thirteenth person. Yes, the, Judas. Thir-
2: Judas was the thirteenth yes. person. Oh, is that? Oh, King okay. That okay. There were yeah, Twelve apostles right. plus Jesus. But that means Judas was number thirteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he he betrayed Jesus okay but
1: you know that I read something that said it's also believed that it's possible he didn't actually betray Jesus Mm -hmm. Jesus wanted him to turn him in because he wanted to get out of this life so he could move forward so it's just really interesting it's like so did he really betray him or not but Chinese and Egyptian cultures actually found the number 13 to be lucky
0: why yeah why
1: it was just a number of good fortune. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's I all. May- I was all excited.
2: I thought maybe you had a follow-up.
0: I don't. Yeah, I do know. But no, I, it's just like maybe I was, maybe the, I was like Egyptian
1: or Chinese in a different life. And that's why 13 is a good number for me. I don't know. All right. But one common theory I came across was because 12 is apparently the most perfect number there is. You okay. can't get any better than the number 12. So for 13 to be the number to have to follow it after... Oh unlucky 13 yeah. you're following number 12 so it's kind of like you go on a talent show and you're ready to rock it you're like yeah i got this and the person not on before you just stole the show and you're like fuck <laughs> <laughs> apparently that's 13 compared to 12 according to people right. who are into math they call it let me see if i can find it um
0: Interesting. Yeah. Fear of number 13? Uh,
1: no, I was going to say, I thought I wrote it down, but I guess I didn't. They they called it, um, it begins with an S, like a superior number, really? something like that for 12. I, and I, then 13 I know the followed. fear of number
2: 13 is triskaidekaphobia.
1: Yes. I wasn't even going to try to. No. Like All right.
0: Triskaidekaphobia?
2: Triskaidekaphobia. Tr- yeah. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Jamie knows his phobias. No, you know what it is? I- I'm
2: like, like I'm silly to watch Jeopardy with because I have tons of useless information that's not going like. <laughs> He's like Gus from Psych. W- yeah, real, right. real life, I'm useless. But, but <laughs> man, Jeopardy, I'm ready to go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
1: Tremendous. <laughs> knocking on wood. Yes. This one, I guess, is hard to tie it back to. One of the things is um, just believe knocking loudly on wood is mm-hmm. to drive out evil spirits. Okay. So it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, protection. We talked about spilling salt already.
0: Was there anything with spilling salt that we missed? Or did we cover Uh, most of it?
1: Let me see. No, we already went over everything pretty much that I had with that. Yeah. So that was some histories looking into like where these came from. I thought it'd be fun.
2: There was one that I came across. um, On New Year's, first person in your house, have you heard this
0: one? No.
2: It's a weird one. There were two pieces of it that... And I never knew this, but I guess... On New Year's morning when you get up, mm-hmm. you're never supposed to have bare feet. Because if you have bare feet, then you'll be, basically it's a symbol of poverty. You'll be poor all year long. And then two, it makes a big difference whoever the first person is to walk into your house. Hmm. They're going to be the harbinger of the rest of the year. And actually, I researched this one. And it's like multicultural. It's like there's a Greek component. There's a Italian component. But there's actually like a big Norse component as well where their belief was most of them and typical of, of these old traditions they almost always wanted to be a male to be the first one to come into your home mm-hmm. um the norse it should be a, a tall blonde male um i think the italians and greeks i think the phrase was it was supposed to be a a hardy dark haired man um to, to come you're like you're like oh this sounds good to me <laughs> you know, it's a hardy dark haired man coming through my door on new year's got alex come through the door yeah but um <laughs> and then like then there were variations on it that um that first person if it's a if the male comes in you should have something prepared for him um a gift a meal a something to greet the good luck for the year and in turn he should bring something into your home Hmm. to to bring the good luck for the whole year
0: i'd never heard that before i was just
1: thinking i'm fucked because i'm always barefoot It's very rare that I'm not barefoot. Well,
2: I shared earlier. My my parents actually live in Hawaii, and we spend a lot of New Year's out there. And I'm like, you're just telling me this now. (laughs) I've been been out there thirty years for New Year's days, and I always just come out, you know, barefoot. I'm like, you couldn't you couldn't have warned me?
1: Yeah, yeah, right. You know, I
2: could have like, you know, been Bill Gates by now if if I just hadn't. Imagine.
1: If you just put (laughs) socks on that day.
2: Damn. But no. But it's it's funny. Like I've seen my family freak out about who's the first one in. Really? Yeah. And it doesn't count, so it doesn't count that if I stay in the house and I leave and come back, or if you're staying here, yeah. it, it's the first new person okay. to come in your house on New Year's Day.
1: So if I were huh. to show up to your parents' house on New Year's that, Day, they would be the very gate. disappointed. No, they're not going to
2: open the gate for you. You're going to be like, hi, it's Monique. Yeah. No, wait. Wait. <laughs> Is Al with you? No. All right. Just wait a little while. You know, somebody else will show.
1: <laughs> yeah. Pretty just, much. Just That's Great.
2: The other 364 days a year, absolutely show up anytime. New Year's Day, <laughs> wait by, the, by the gate. Now, what if nobody comes over on New Year's Day? Then what? Oh, then you're just a sad, pathetic loser who has no friends. So, no, I don't oh, know. Okay. I really don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's us. Yeah, yeah, we're
2: yeah, we're yeah. I mean, we're, what we're, you gonna we're not social either. I got news for you. Yeah, become less social as I get older.
1: Yeah, we want to move out yeah. to the, like the middle of nowhere. Mm. That
0: would I be nice. Yep. I yeah. can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Just... No neighbors. No. I found the perfect house yeah. out in the middle of nowhere, yes. Maine. Okay. Yes. Completely off the grid. Mm-hmm. It's all solar powered. It even says, like, in the house description, it's completely off grid. I'm like, this is my house. That's this awesome. is where I want to live. Yeah. Perfect.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, I get it. I, I told you. I, I love when you guys do conspiracy shows because I am all in. I'm all in. Oh, man. absolutely.
1: Maybe if we get that house, we'll we'll give you the address. That's fine. Yeah, we'll
2: let That's you fine. know where it is. We're not going to tell many people because <laughs> you need somebody now and again to check on. Yeah, I'll put sure. one in the, the Jamarcusky family helicopter. I'll just <laughs> land out there. And check there, you know. so, <laughs> there you go. So a
1: couple of weeks ago, we were talking about New Hampshire's haunted legends, yes. and we talked about um, I'm trying to remember them all. Um, Goody, mm-hmm. um, Eunice Goody Cole. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. how nobody like they just go and like leave food at mm-hmm. her door and like you know they didn't really want to check on her so it's like you're gonna come by it's like food's been on the porch for so, yeah. about a week now they must be dead
2: yeah. well no because now the other problem with that would be and i think it's great you know i'll come in, in the chopper we'll land <laughs> and the problem is going to be like if i still see the food out there remember i'm also a little bit of a coward somebody like okay well clearly they're dead. But I don't want to go in there.
1: They probably have hey, it booby trapped. Hey, adult, come here. You go first. You know? <laughs> it's like, okay, it's, it's like Indiana Jones. Asps,
2: very dangerous. You go first.
1: <laughs> well, we're saying it's like we want to put like camouflage, so like we want our roof to have like grass on it. So if you're flying from above, you couldn't it see would the house. I, I think
2: that's awesome. I, I'm I be completely awesome. on board. With this. I'd love to do that.
1: The things you want to do. But yes. That's
2: tremendous. Yes. 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 Do you have
1: any other super superstitions that you want to share with us? Do you think us? I need
2: more. I mean, I'm I'm worried about driving home now.
1: <laughs> I'll protect you. Please Don't do. Worry. Yeah, give me a, give
2: I'll me give me you a bag. Give me a spritz of something yes. on my way out the door. Yes. <laughs> now that that's most of them. I mean, I think I think we've we've covered a lot of Jamie's crazy right now.
1: So, <laughs> but
2: are you with the least and presto Al? that that I held it together yeah. for so long like nobody really knows us that I'm I'm this psychotic. Yeah, like you're when crazy. This stuff? I you're, think you're just it's insane. Fun. <laughs>
0: I, I I honestly like so many of these that you told me I never yeah. even heard of. I'm like, well, okay, and, like, like the red ribbon thing—I never heard that. Really? Oh God, that, that is like a number one. Now I'm gonna start carrying. I'm gonna make sure everybody's got like, a red ribbon. My and wife. Now I'm gonna start
2: every purse she has. Anything we have, red ribbons are everywhere. And like I said, we have backup ones in our cars.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna start doing that now. All right. Because that's—I mean, it's it's easy enough to do. Yeah. And yeah. if there's anything to it, why wouldn't you do it? Absolutely.
1: No, absolutely. So I wanted to do something fun okay. for us. Fun. I have celebrity superstitions. Okay. I thought you would get a kick out of this. Oh boy. Heidi Klum. Can you guys guess her superstition?
0: No. Why do I feel like
2: I know this one?
1: He's trying to cheat. No. What
2: is it? Oh,
0: are we giving you? This we, is like a quiz. Get a clue? Oh, I didn't. know No, this I was, was a just quiz. curious if you guys oh, know. I'm gonna no, ask if I you don't no know, I- I'll tell I have you. No idea.
1: She carries her baby teeth around with her for good luck and to keep her out of harm's way. Her own baby teeth? Her own baby teeth. Ew.
0: <laughs> okay. I don't know how that would... Ew.
1: <laughs> Pretty people are gross too. <laughs> no. All right. It's, it's your teeth. Who cares? It's calcium. It's bone. Jennifer Aniston. Okay. She has a certain ritual she does. Don't know. Don't know. Not a clue. She always has to walk onto a plane with her right foot first and tap the outside of the plane. She says it's for good luck.
2: I tap the outside of every plane I get onto.
1: How do you. Oh, because when you. Yeah, when you walk thing, in. It's yeah. Okay, because yeah. I'm like. No, when not it's on outside. the ground, Monique. <laughs> <when> <just, laughs> <laughs> no, because like when you walk in, you have the little thing, but that's, no, right, but that's right. That's technically the
0: outside. I always do
1: that. That's funny. Look, we wow. two have something in common. Yeah.
0: Anytime I would fly, I would always have to get the window seat and. When, when, as soon as we take off, I would always have to look out and wherever I'm flying out of, I'd, I'd say, okay, goodbye, Manchester, or goodbye, yeah. Puerto Rico, or "Good." Yeah. I would always have to say it out loud audibly and I'd do like a little wave nice. as I'm looking out. That was my little superstition. Yeah. I do this weird thing.
1: thing. Anytime I see a plane flying over, I always say, like, fly safe, land safe. Like, I put that positive really? energy because awesome. I don't want anything to happen to the planes. Yeah. So, yeah, I have to. It's like, I also, when I'm driving, I'm so like trying to be prepared for anything that if I, there is a plane like, okay, if this plane were to come down and crash by me, how can I get out of the way? So I don't get killed. That's like my, the, I'm just, we're sharing crazy yeah, right no. now. Hey, so well, that's,
2: I told you at the beginning, that's my problem is trying to figure out where my superstitions end and where my neuroses begin. Oh, that's it, it's, total it's neuroses fine line. Yeah. with the plane. So it's a fine line. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but like superstition, it's like, I just, I, I think part of it's like just wanting to put out that positive energy because I want to protect them into protecting. This is about your girl T-Swift.
3: Okay.
2: Taylor Swift. Oh, boy. Can you guess
1: Swizzle. what her superstition is? No, I can't. Well, she has said, quote unquote, I was born on the 13th. I turned 13 on Friday the 13th. My first album went gold in 13 weeks. My first number one song had a 13-second intro, she said. Every time I've won an award, I've been seated in either the 13th seat, the 13th row, the 13th section, or row M, which is the 13th letter. Interesting. So huh. her lucky number is 13.
2: Now that you said it, that's one of those things where we said I'm like, that's right, I have heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I'd never heard that before, but that's pretty interesting, if it's true.
1: She must have been... Egyptian or Chinese as well in a past life Because we're down with the number hmm. 13 Number 13 Axl Rose
0: I can't wait for this What is this?
1: Axl Rose refuses to perform In cities beginning with the letter M Believing them to be cursed
3: <laughs>
2: What? Which,
1: <laughs> which is funny Because if we just go back to Taylor Swift yeah. The letter M is the 13th yeah. letter Could that have anything to do with it?
2: So Poor, poor Minneapolis never saw <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I guess not. Minneapolis, Mobile, no Paradise Manchester. City for them. We never Manchester. got them. <laughs> never coming to Manchester. Ew. Damn it.
1: Okay, you guys <laughs> might know this. Wade Box.
0: Uh, hmm, hold on, let me think. I'm alone
2: is gonna be so mad at me if I don't remember this one. Oh, jeez.
0: I, I, I'm sure I used to know. Oh where. no no no!
2: Um, da, na, na, na,
1: na, na. Yeah,
0: it
2: wasn't Wade Boggs' uh, fried chicken before every game.
0: It was fried it, chicken, an right? entire
1: yeah. whole chicken, yeah, fried chicken before a game. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's what. Yeah, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was in an episode of Psych too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yeah, to get, yeah, right. had to yeah. get
2: there. Mike, fried chicken. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then the was. last one I has Michael Jordan, but you already brought that yeah. up. Yeah. With the North Carolina shor- shorts. Right. Okay, so I also looked up some other um, superstitions just to see if we talked about it or not. Don't uh, Greek superstition. Don't give perfume to anyone. It could ruin a relationship. Have you heard that?
2: No, but it explains a lot when I gave Cheryl Chanel number five for all those years. (laughs) Just makes a lot more sense (laughs) now.
0: No. I haven't heard that one. I never heard that.
1: Leap year weddings are bad luck.
0: Really? Really? Like the
2: whole year?
1: No, if you get married like like during a leap year on leap day.
2: On leap day. Sorry. Leap day weddings, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So if you get married on leap day, that's supposed to be bad luck.
2: See, I had heard, though, that, oh, I really should remember this, that there's a certain month where weddings are bad luck.
0: A whole month? Really? Is it
2: May?
1: No, is it something with, if there's a certain, there's not a certain letter in the alphabet?
2: I don't remember, but this was one of them. Either Lois or my family day, they talked about how somebody was all upset. I want to say it was the month of May. That Lois's sister-in-law was going to get married that month and the grandmother went banana that you can't get married in May. Yeah.
1: One of those popular wedding months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow.
2: Hmm.
1: If two Greeks speak the same thing at the same time, they must touch something red to avoid getting into a fight. That one I knew. That one I knew. And you got your ribbon right there so you can always go to it. Yeah.
0: I never heard that before. Wow. Okay.
1: So here are some Polish superstitions. Oh, boy. When getting out (laughs) of bed, don't open the
2: submarine door while it's still underwater.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. That was good. I love Polish (laughs) jokes.
2: I haven't heard that one in so long. Yeah, that was good. Like, what was the world's greatest Polish invention? (laughs) The ejector seat on the helicopter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm half Polish. I'm allowed. It's okay. Sorry, continue. Polish superstitions.
1: When getting out of bed, place your right foot on the floor first, or your day will be a disaster. Okay. If you pass a nun on the street, you must find a. <laughs> as Jamie spits out his wild oh. pass...
2: Sounds like the setup to every joke I know.
3: <laughs>
1: well right. I was reading this so like, a little <laughs> If you pass a nun on the street, you must find a man wearing glasses and look at him. If there are no men with glasses, you will have a bad day.
0: Oh. I never heard that one. Yeah, okay. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah
1: let's see there is a very typical bird in poland that is called a stork or a bocian bachian maybe b-o-c-i-a-n if you're in poland and you see one of those birds flying or standing in its nest you will have good luck if you see it standing on the ground you can expect something bad to happen to you okay and then i wanted to bring in some french superstitions because we don't have any if you go to place bread on the table and you put it upside down, then um, that's apparently bad luck.
0: Hmm. It will invite famine to your household? Yes, it'll invite famine to your household. Yeah, Interesting.
1: If you're moving into a new house, bring the table in first, and that's supposed to help bring in good luck.
2: There was a variation that I heard today that when you move into a new house, you have to put eggs, broom, and a salt. Eggs, a broom, and salt into the house first
1: that kind of makes sense but
2: but it's another one of those weird things where where we talked about culture yeah where there tend to be superstitions based around A new home and what you have to do to either
1: but it's funny because some of it almost stems Mm. around like witchcraft and Mm -hmm. like you know wiccan and pagan culture so it's just kind of like it comes from somewhere and if it's coming like pretty common and there's just variations what What does that say so if you're moving into a new house bring the table in first table in first so bring in the table with the broom with the 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 salt and the the eggs on it that's all you're covered. So when the eggs go.
2: and the salt fall off the table, you got the broom you to get the broom it up. Clean up and you're all exactly. Set. exactly. Boom. That's you why you use your right foot first.
1: <laughs> French believe horseshoes should be hung upside down. So instead of like the you facing up, upside down so the luck can pour down on you.
2: Oh, because I've always heard the opposite. Yeah. You hang it well, right side up so the luck stays in.
1: It's different culture. So this right. one is so it pours down on you. Mm-hmm. I you, love you
2: take it off the horse first, Al. Just, just, I, f- I figured. Just, yeah. I figured. Yeah. You know? or I cut off the leg. <laughs> just hanging the whole horse up. <laughs> just, you know. Why is our horse hanging upside down <laughs> on <through> the
1: wall? <laughs> hey, Johnny. What the hell is that? I love this superstition. If a woman sees an owl Aww. during her pregnancy, she will have a girl.
2: My family had a whole list of pregnancy ones. I wasn't even going to bring to the table tonight. Things about like holding a string over the belly, and yep. if it goes this oh, way, and it's like, a you girl. You do a
1: ring. Yeah. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. all
2: kinds of crazies.
1: Oh, yeah. There's a lot of those. I just thought that was funny. I'm like, I never saw an owl when I was pregnant. That's why we have all boys, apparently. Must be. Uh, Must be because I didn't see why. an owl. I'm
2: going to show if she saw any owls when she was pregnant with Nikki. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Ask her. But if the
2: owl comes in the house, then it's bad luck. And, it, and, it doesn't yeah, count. It's bad luck.
1: Ruin everything. Yeah. Except <laughs> when they're good luck. <laughs> then
2: a nun comes to the door. You got to find a guy with glasses. Can't oh, win
0: if here. you ever get bored, look up, <laughs> birds aren't real.
1: Oh it my will God. Blow yes. your okay. mind. You right. to, yes. It's
0: awesome. It's, it's tremendous.
1: <laughs> this one I thought was interesting, and I'm still quite trying to grasp it. This one. Never light a cigarette from a candle, as it will cause a sailor to die or at least lose their job. Oh. Aww. Nah.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: So, those are some fun superstitions. Interesting. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Like, you I love it. Know, I don't know why I like
0: that one so much.
1: You're, you don't even. You're I, like I don't even smoke, but I'm gonna go buy a pack of Marlboros yeah, yeah. and I'm gonna light that cigarette from a candle tonight. <laughs> damn it! I, I just feel like
2: something you know. Here's Skippy on the barge. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, damn! It's another one. <laughs> Jamie's some gonna go light a cigarette right from, from a candle.
1: candle, and like it's gonna be on the news tomorrow morning. <laughs> some we're navy like, ship sink. <laughs> yeah, <we're> like, <laughs> Or like the Pentagon cut naval jobs or something. He's like. Damn it! It's but, true. But
2: you just said it. Lord knows, I'm not a I'm not a seafaring fella, and I don't know. But no, like they're like an entire separate like for oh, ships yeah. and stuff. Like, oh yeah. I remember like there's one where if you're on a boat, you're not allowed to talk about anything pig related, uh, yeah. hogs, pork. It's supposedly really? bad luck. Oh, there's all kinds of
1: huh. Well, I know. Um- pirates used to think women were bad luck to be on the ship. So they wouldn't want women on the ship because it was considered bad luck.
0: Hmm. Wonder why there's
2: nothing. probably cons- true. Nothing, I was going to say there's <laughs> nothing appropriate in 2020 I can say except
0: for, you know,
1: I can say it because I'm a woman. So yeah, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you have it. Wow. All
0: right. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'd say this has been a pretty fun show. I've learned quite a bit. either' gonna feel really good now, or
2: he's gonna be as crazy as the rest of us starting tomorrow I, with red ribbons. I'm probably no gonna start
0: getting crazy, especially with you the know? red ribbons, for sure.
1: I learned over this past year to embrace my crazy oh, yeah. because like you try so hard because it's like I grew up in like any time I put myself out there, like, oh, I believe this and I believe this. Mm-hmm. You get made fun of. People, like, Mm -hmm. they put you down and they laugh at you. It's probably because they're just insecure or they don't know anything about it. But it's like, so you try to hide yourself away. You're like, I need to hide my crazy. Right. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to hide my crazy anymore. I, this is my crazy. This is who I am. And I don't care if you like it or not. Because you don't have to deal with it. I do. And I like it.
2: I I think it's it's an epiphany moment that comes in many people's as we get older. Where and there's a great line from the TV show Modern Family, where they talk about how you spend so many years trying to fit in, and then all of a sudden one day there's a switch where everybody wants to be different and and that's where we win, because you know truly like there comes a day where you have an epiphany of, you know what you, you don't have to be like everybody else anymore and and like you said, embrace your crazy.
0: Yeah. And
1: Which works great because I never fit in. And it's like, yeah. I'm not going to fit no matter how hard I try. So I'm going to stop trying and worrying about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the way to be.
1: Yeah. So if you have superstitions out there, you have your own brand of crazy. Own it. Enjoy yeah. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't Rock be ashamed. Yeah. See positivity. Right.
2: Tie a red ribbon and you're good to go. Yes. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well. This was fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank I'm, you I'm for glad we coming finally on. got together.
0: Yeah, and we'll absolutely. To, you know. it's, been a, it's been a lot of fun. Yes, absolutely. Like I said, I learned a lot. That I See,
1: fun and educational. Yeah,
0: and educational, yeah. yeah. So, well, we, uh, like we always close every show, if uh, you out there have any superstitions that you'd like to share with us, we'd love to hear from you.
1: Mm-hmm. But don't do it on Instagram right now because apparently we're being punished for some unknown reason and they're restricting yeah. us.
0: The centri- the censorship is real.
1: It is. I apparently they didn't like what I was liking. You,
0: you must have done something really, really wrong. I have no or idea. Or posted what something I did. really, really I bad. I'm not on social media, so I don't know. <laughs> but whatever. I don't know. So if anybody wants to reach us on social media, mm-hmm. we have a Twitter.
1: At Homewrecker Pod.
0: Instagram, if we ever are allowed back on there.
1: Homewrecker Podcast.
0: And we have a parlor account too.
1: At homewrecker pod.
0: And you can always go to com, our mm-hmm. website, and check us out there.
1: Yeah. And watch us on YouTube or brighty on.
0: Yes. And if you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And please leave us a five star review if you uh, don't mind.
1: Please and thank you. Yeah. Jamie, do you want to plug anything? Yeah. What do you got, Jamie? I don't to plug.
2: I, I, pretty much, I do nothing now. I'm on all social media. I'm at JamieJUCW. Do you want
1: to plug any friends or family members, businesses, no, I don't like anything? Them that no, Very. no,
2: no, we're fine. <laughs> All right then. No, no, but seriously, I, I, I'm gonna go back to my little, my little cave now and disappear for another six months. It'll be fine.
0: Right. Perfect. All right then. Well, until next time, I have been. and you have been? Wait, <laughs> have been. I haven't been. Wait, I'm confused. Who are you? I don't know. Oh God, I'm where so am lost. I? All right. I, <laughs> Until next time, I am the Golden Greek Alex and I've been joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife.
1: And our pal, Jamie Jamikowski, former owner of Chaotic Wrestling.
0: Yes, and the reason that you and I are together.
1: Yes, this is true.
0: Without you, there'd be no us. So thank, thank, you. thank you again. Yes.
2: No, thank you, and, and you're welcome.
1: There'd be no golden <laughs> unity.
0: There it is. All right. <laughs> Monique.
1: And you've been listening to The Home record Podcast.